Hey everyone, it's Jelly Bee, the Birthmark Beauty, and this is my prophetic podcast, the prophetic podcast, and this is information about the prophetic, about the fivefold ministry and what it is to be part of the fivefold ministry. When you get that call in that the Lord is saying to you, come, move. I know how it feels and it's kind of daunting at first that you, you don't know, and it, I wish there was like some sort of rule book that told me, oh, do this. This is how you might feel. And so I'm just trying to practically apply things that I've learned and just to support you because many more people are going to wake up. We're in the last days and the spirit of God is flood over the earth. So I'm just going to speak about something that is being spoken about, spoken about in the world right now. And, you know, I like psychology, so I like to research it. But what's being spoken about in the world right now is super empaths. So we have empaths and super empaths. But we already know, I've established before, that empaths are simply prophetic people. You're in this ocean of the prophetic, meaning you are sensitive to the spirit of God. You are creative. You are wired a bit differently to others in society. And a super empath, that really does relate to those who are in the fivefold ministry, the pastors, preachers and teachers, evangelists, apostles and prophets. And that's who I'm speaking about right now when I'm speaking about super empaths. And when you find information about people who are super empaths, remember that pastors, teachers, preachers, evangelists and prophets don't all look the same they're not what you it's not a religious thing it's a spiritual thing about how we are wired and our psychology how our father made us so i'm just going to speak about um some characteristics of a super empath which is somebody that's called to ministry they may not know this but i pray that one day if you are called to ministry you will find this information you will find this video and you'll be like oh okay Makes sense. So yeah, let's get straight into this. <clears throat> oh, I didn't even say this is Jelly Bee Birthmark Beauty. If you're listening to my podcast, link me on YouTube, Jelly Bee Birthmark Beauty. And if you haven't already, listen to my music on Spotify and all streaming platforms. I'm coming out with a new EP real soon. Uh, got some books in the pipeline. I'm doing a lot of things, so stay tuned. But anyway, let's get into this. So what you'll find is that super empaths, they offer practical solutions to things they give practical advice and tips and you might find people get annoyed with your voice they get annoyed with you if you're a super empath because you've always got something that can actually help people with solutions you don't sit and focus on the problem even though you will listen to people vent you have a practical solution and what you'll find in life is that most people they don't actually want a solution they just want to talk about their problems but you if you're a super empath you're already looking at a solution apostles and prophets it's as if you forward think you forward think so um <clears throat> that's what you'll find and if a person have a prop has a problem you've got to be very careful about the boundaries that you have because they will abuse your gift in that you may feel like because you like practical solutions. So, for example, if you had a friend that every month somehow has more month than um, monthly income, because you want to give them a practical solution, you might set it up where you, oh, you know, I have this amount of money left over. I can cover it for you this month. That friend might come back and expect the same thing the other month and the other month and the other month, whether it's your little sister, your friend whatever it is, you like practical things, okay? So you're going to always give practical solutions which might 
others might find annoying. And that's also where the enemy might try to hijack your gift again by trying to get you to not speak. Because you know, okay, I can hear that everyone just wants to vent here. I've got a solution, but if I do say the solution, people are going to probably hate me. So I'm just going to be quiet. That's how you're wired. You're wired to give solutions. That's what your, your duty, your, your purpose is here, to provide practical solutions. Let's move on to the next one. You know things that you're not supposed to know. Nobody's told you these things, but you just know. In your spirit, you know. You know sometimes if somebody's pregnant. I had this example before where I just knew. I didn't know how I knew, but I just knew this person was pregnant, who was a friend at the time, and nobody had told me anything, but I just knew. You know when, you know, your partner's cheating or if, even if somebody else is cheating. Do you know what's so funny as well is when you can see who's actually there with each other. When you're around people and you can see who's been doing things on the slide because you just observe certain things that you just know. That you know, that you know. Your friends who look in your partner, you just know. You just know certain things. So yeah, nobody needs to confirm it for you. You just know. There's certain things that you just know. Also... Um, <clears throat> You can find, and this is something that you have to be aware of, you get addicted to the Jezebel spirits and narcissists, and they're addicted to you. This is because Jezebels, they have this need for attention. Remember Jezebels, and I'm always going to establish this again, Jezebels is, the Jezebel spirit is a narcissist, okay? And narcissists, I will go into this in greater depth, and I will link a video, or actually a, a teacher a prophet, a teacher, a woman that I admire so much that I call her my spiritual mother, even though she don't know me or anything. But I admire her so much because I've learned so much from her. Obviously, my mum, I love my mum. But this lady, she's a wealth of wisdom. She's hilarious too. So you go and check her. You just take a day. No, it's going to take more than a day. You might even need a couple of years. I'm not going to lie because I'm not through all of her stuff. But Anointed Fire, that's what she's called on YouTube. But I've linked her in my description box. You will not regret going through her information but yeah there is there's levels in life to everything there's levels to narcissism and I've said before that narcissists as a child we're narcissistic and that we're self-centered then we're raised by a good family that makes us grow out of that some people if they're immature still they have narcissistic tendencies they think narcissistically but they're not narcissists and then there are actual people who are narcissists who have a demon which is the Jezebel spirit so there's, you know, there's, uh, what do I call it? There's levels, that's all I can say. You've got the, the children, the immature ones, who are narcissistic, and you've got the people who actually have the spirit, the demon, which is the Jezebel spirit. And you will find people who have the Jezebel spirit, they're addicted to you because they have this need for validation and for attention. And because if you're a super empath, a prophetic person, especially in the fivefold ministry, you have this inner responsibility to always validate others, which I'm going to speak about in a second. But you have this need, you know what it feels like to be rejected, to be ignored, to people not really valuing your voice, even though you know you've got a lot to offer. So you don't do that to others. You give them the attention and the validation that they need. And that's why Jezebels are addicted and attracted to prophets and prophetic people. So you have to be careful. Um, <clears throat> you give attention to others. You don't mind. Like, there's people who like to style things out in life. Like, oh, yeah, he texts me, but I'm going to, like, give it a couple of 30 minutes. Let me give it 30 minutes and I'll get back. You don't care about that. You would just respond. You don't mind. You're a giver. 
you're a giver. It's not like I'm sitting here waiting for you, but if I see that you just messaged me 30 seconds ago, I'm gonna respond quickly. I've got no time to waste here and I'm not gonna keep you waiting. That's you, a super empath, so they call it, but it's a prophetic person. You're always a giver. You don't mind giving. And sadly, this makes you sometimes have to dominate, not have to, but you end up taking that role of dominating relationships in that you become the strength, the backbone of that relationship. But you have to be careful. You must have principles and standards because you might find yourself making excuses for the other person and letting your principles and your standards fall by the wayside because you don't mind giving. You give that other person so much attention that you might give them more attention than you give to yourself. So standards, principles, boundaries, very important. And like I said, you might make excuses for others and find ways to, to love someone even when they're wrong. Even when you can see the plank, like I said, the demons, we've all had them that we get delivered from. You can see when they're wrong, you can understand. You can understand that they're wrong, but you don't, you make excuses for them. That's the truth. You make excuses for them and this opens the door to gaslighting, okay? This is what then allows you to be gaslighted and you take on the problems of others, which is not good, okay? I used to find myself, I think many women can probably attest to this and agree with this, that because, you know, a man is a man and he needs his dignity and he wants to be a man, you will allow him to be that man, even if you know that he's wrong. He's wrong. I remember somebody that, you know, in the past that used to say things to me like, oh, I don't need you. I don't need you. But I knew that they did. And it was just that they couldn't see that. You don't see what I do, obviously, but I never threw it in his face. I would just be quiet, shut my mouth and think, Lord, help him, help him. Let me help. Do you know what I actually did? I helped him to not need me. That's the reality of a super empath. I helped him to not need me. Um, and because you see these emotional wounds that other people have, you try to help others to fix themselves. It's not that you are, oh, hero, but you might have hero syndrome. Many pastors, prophets, uh, apostles, people in the fivefold ministry, evangelists feel like they need to save other people, but you can't. All you do is bring the water. Um, so you just have this need to feel like, oh, I want to make other people feel happy. I want to protect others. You feel as if it's your responsibility to do this, but you have to be careful because sometimes you are protecting the weapon that is formed against you. Did you catch that? Sometimes you are protecting the weapon that is formed against you. You will stay in abusive relationships simply because you are trying to protect that, th that person and that relationship, believing that protecting this is your responsibility. And let me tell you, if nobody's not already, it's not your responsibility. You're not a hero. God saves, Jesus saves, you don't, okay? Just got to tell you. And what you'll find is that a lot of the time you will get partners who love you. They'll tell you, I love you, I love you, I love you. But they don't actually know you because they love what you do. They love what you bring to the table. But do they actually know you? Do they know how to even love you? That's the question. And that's what I had to come to the recognize, to recognize that does this person even know how to love me? If you don't know how to love me and understand my spirit, then you don't love me. You love what I do for you. 
and you end up taking on this parental role where it's as if you're this person's mother or father, constantly looking out for them, constantly having this unconditional love for them, constantly providing attention to them. That's why you usually get uh, a drama queen and a super empath in a relationship. You will see this person who is very immature, who likes to be out in the image, everyone to admire them. Uh, they need to be the best dressed, they need to be noticed, they need a bunch of followers, they need this, and then you have a super empath who continues to validate them, continues to give them that, that, uh, that attention. That could be in friendships, and that could be in actual relationships that are romantic relationships. And you'll find the drama queen will constantly vent, constantly talk about this, constantly do this, constantly do that. And the super uh, empath will allow them to. Just because they know, I know what it feels like to be shutted up. So I'll let you vent to me. I'll let you be the drama queen. I'll let you tell me all of the things that this happened to you. Even though, to be honest, you was wrong. But I will let you do that. So you have to be careful, be careful, be careful, be careful. But it's... Also because you're able to easily understand the perspectives of others. Like your mind is open. But you have to be careful. Don't conform to other people's standards. You must have your own standard. And you have that standard in Christ. That's the easiest standard to stand by. And that's why you are called to the fivefold ministry. Because if you're not and you're out in the world, you're going to be called like a double-minded person. The Bible also talks about. Um, so yeah, you have to have clear standards that our Father gave gives us is given us because you are so open-minded you end up being that mature person in a situation and um, people in this generation because they are slanderous to be honest and they don't really think past their own emotions they don't want to be triggered they will call you disloyal they will think you're disloyal because you don't follow after their emotional situations you're logical you will look at things okay this person did this and i can see how your mindset is so that's why you did that. So, you know, that's you. This person did this. That's how their mind is wired and their mindset is this. And that's the experiences that they've had. So they did that. I'm taking the middle ground. I don't have any sides here. I see where both of you have gone wrong. And let's just move on from here. But people, they are usually, they want allegiance. They want people to agree with them just because I know you. I want you to agree with me just because we came here together when we are more logical and we recognize that no things are not just black and white you have to look at things objectively not just a subjective but we can can take that into account as well you might also find that you just feel compelled to give to others that are less fortunate to you and that can be in many different situations environments i don't even know how to say that but for example feeding the homeless you feel like you want to feed the homeless you want to rehabilitate that's why we have as well so many ministries or churches ministries that donate to things like that feeding the homeless that's my thing i like to do things with the homeless uh rehabilitation supporting abused children there's a pastor called troy brewer who talks about biblical numbers i know he he works in trying to prevent and stop child trafficking. And I'm going to speak about that because I have a podcast about can't be conspiracy about the CIA and about the covert COVID and child abuse. It's coming. I know I'm supposed to speak about it. I had some dreams about it, but that's aside from the point. I'm going to keep talking about this right now. So you might find, yeah, you want to give people the opportunity, though. So instead of just giving money and empath. They would see somebody that's homeless and think, okay, I'm going to give him money to provide for him. I'm going to give him some food. I'm going to do this. 
but somebody in the fivefold ministry, somebody who is a super empath, they will feel this extra responsibility to maybe, oh, let me bring him to my church. Let me take her home. Let me help this person find a job. Uh, let me help them find somewhere to live. You will sponsor people. You would want to do something that is not going to just give you fish for the day, but teach you how to fish. That's how most super empaths, super empaths think. And the last one I'm going to talk about is that you are very honest in general. That's that clear-minded, that uh, analytical kind of brain that you have. You're wired to look at things objectively, to take yourself for, out of the situation and to look at how everything is. It's not my loyalties to a person. It's not my emotions. I'm loyal to this, the conscience that was given to me. My conscience, if my conscience is not clear in that I know I'm doing the right thing, you don't like injustice. So you're going to try to always make fair judgments. And yeah, as I said, you're very honest. So you might find that if you was to find somebody's wallet, you would um, you would try to find that person. You'd try to find that person, even if it costs you, even if you have to go around and drive, I don't know, some miles down the road, you would feel better knowing that I've handed this back to this person rather than just taking it for yourself. And that's what you'll find as well. Many philanthropists who are rich people who like to give, who are not in pride, who are not fueled by uh, just money and power, they give, they give, they give, they give. And I say, I'm a philanthropist. Yes, I don't have all of the billions yet, but they're on the inside of me. I just speak it over myself and you better too, that I'm going to earn money to fund the kingdom of God. Use me, Father. So yeah, you'll find that super empaths, you're analytical. You can speak to anybody. You're intelligent. You're intellectual, I should say. You're intellectual in that, yeah. You think about things. And you, uh, you rely on the Holy Spirit. Even if you, don't, you didn't have those words where you knew it was the Holy Spirit, you would have called it intuition. You, you go by that feeling on the inside of you that tells you that's wrong, that's right. Do this, don't do that. To make fair judgments. But that's the Holy Spirit that's guiding you. And so I hope this helps. This is about super empaths, which are just simply prophetic people. Usually people that are called to ministry. And you're usually called to wealth too because you are a seed giver. And our father gives seed to the sower. Sorry, you are a sower and our father gives seed to the sower. Okay, so you're usually called to wealth. So that's it. I hope it helps somebody. I hope it's expanded your thinking on your own thinking and made you realize that there are a, a, an abundance of gifts on the inside of you that this world needs. So make sure you use them. And I will speak to you soon, my royal family, Yang JC. <laughs>